Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father, through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text today comes from all the readings, especially these words from the gospel lesson spoken by our Lord. I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Thus far, our reading. Dear friends in Christ, it is such a joy to gather here in God's house with angels and archangels and all the company of heaven to laud and glorify God's name, to receive God's gifts, to hear God's word, to do so with all the host of heaven. That's right, there are angels amongst us. But they're not like you've heard about from Hollywood. They're not feeble old men named Clarence who are working to earn their wings. They're not the little babies with diapers and wings floating around on clouds. Basically, any angel you've seen from a Hollywood movie is completely made up and not based on Scripture. But what's on the front of your bulletin? That's more like the real thing. That's more serious. That's more... Scripture. You see, there's a war going on all around us all the time. I don't mean involving ISIS and its fight against Christianity. I don't mean in the Darfur or Afghanistan or Iraq. I don't mean Korea or Vietnam. I mean everywhere. There's war between Michael and his angels fighting against the dragon and his angels. War in heaven between the ancient serpent and accuser, Satan, versus God and his angels. The war goes on all the time, all around. It's one that's close to home. You see, we are involved. It's not a battle of weapons as we're used to. There's no tanks. There's no guns. There's no swords in the traditional sense. But instead... All the battles of this heavenly war between St. Michael and his angels and Satan and his are fought with words. God's word, God's promise against the lies and deception of Satan. Those are the battles. And like I said, we're involved. 
We've been involved since almost the very beginning, when in the garden, that serpent Satan came to Adam and Eve and spoke a word contrary to that of God. Did God really say, you won't die, trust in yourself, be your own God, decide for yourself whether you want to get up early on Sunday mornings or sleep in and watch football. God's word versus lies. And our first parents, Adam and Eve, abandoned God's word for the lie. They entered the battle on the side of the dragon, and humanity, all of it, fell into sin. And death was the result. In all wars, death is present. This war is no different. From Adam to Moses, and even until this day, death has ruled in this world. That is the consequence for believing a lie instead of God's word. We hear of death over and over again. Adam lived to be 930 years, and he died. Seth lived 912 years, and he died. Abraham, he died. Jacob, he died. David died. Solomon died. Jeremiah. Isaiah. The list goes on and on and on. The warfare is gruesome. So much death, so much destruction. Brother murdering brother, father murdering son. All because we believed a lie instead of the word of God. The battle continues today. Because I'm a sinner, and you're sinners. What I mean is this. You give in to Satan's false words all the time. So do I. So does the vicar. So does Pastor Poppy. We're embarrassed to admit it, but it's true. We are casualties in the heavenly war. We ignore God's word. We ignore what it teaches. Instead of listening to God's word, we listen to lies. You ask yourself these questions. Did God really say? Did God really say that adultery in any of its forms is sin? Did God really say divorce is wrong? Did God really say we're not supposed to love our stuff or our money 
or our family more than him? Did God really say that wives should submit to husbands? Did God really say that husbands are to sacrifice everything to care for their wives? Did God really say we're supposed to honor our fathers and mothers? Or is it okay to just ignore them and send them off to a nursing home to be forgotten and die? Did God say, love your neighbor? Should we keep on complaining about them, gossiping about them, hating them, continue in the drama and lies of Satan? Sinners ask those questions. Sinners believe the lies of Satan. You won't die. You'll live forever. After all, you're you. You'll need your money to take care of yourself for all the days you have ahead. You better build that bigger barn, buy that faster car, You'll surely not die. You'll have a long time that you'll need to take care of yourself. And even if you do die, love wins. And God will surely welcome you into his kingdom because you're you. Sinners believe these lies. And sinners believe Satan's last and greatest lie, most of all. You'll be like God. You can decide for yourself. You can be master of your own destiny, lord of your own life. You know better than anyone else. So follow your dream. Sinners, believe these lies instead of God's word. So the battle continues, raging all around, and the battle lines are drawn right down your own heart. And your soul hangs in the balance. Satan wishes you to fall. To die. To suffer. To curse God. To be like him. Damned forever. Because the truth is not as Satan says. The truth is as 
is as God has said it. Sin leads to death. Sinners die. You are not God, no matter how hard you try. The battle rages. The war goes on. But there is good news, dear Christians. And that is this. Satan loses. His lies are revealed. Did you hear the second reading that the vicar read? Satan was defeated. There was no longer any place for him in heaven. And the great dragon was thrown down, that ancient serpent who is called the devil and Satan, the deceiver of the whole world. He was thrown down to earth and his angels were thrown down with him. That means God's word wins. God's word speaks a better word than the lies of Satan. And as for Satan, he's the biggest loser. I don't mean he's super skinny. I mean he's a loser. Defeated. Conquered. By God. decisive battle was fought many years ago outside of Jerusalem. You see, the battle was between God's word and Satan's lies. And God's word came down, became flesh, dwelt among us. That word, Jesus Christ, lived a perfect life ignored the lies of Satan, silenced him when necessary. And that word was put to death in your place. He died once for all on on the cross. Jesus defeated sin, even your sin forever. The blood of the word of God was poured out. The word of God cried out from the cross, it is finished. And the war was won. St. John said it this way. Now salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ have come. For the accuser of our brothers has been thrown down, who accuses them day and night before our God. And they have conquered him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. For they loved not their lives even unto death. Therefore rejoice, O heavens, and you who dwell in them.
See, when Jesus died on the cross, Satan lost. Jesus died on the cross. Satan was cast out of heaven like lightning. He had lost the war, even if battles continue to rage. What's more, God's word claims you as the victory prize. God's word claims you. It comes to you in humble means for sure. It comes to you through pastors who speak God's word of blood-bought forgiveness for you. It was declared at the beginning of this service. Your sins are forgiven in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. A word of absolution, mercy, grace, and peace that forgives all the sin that you have ever committed. That makes it well. It makes you holy and righteous and pure and clean. Because that's what the word says. And the word of God who became flesh and dwelt among us, puts his own body and blood into your mouth so that your sins might still be forgiven. Take and eat, take and drink for the forgiveness of all your sin. The word of God covers you with his blood and baptismal waters to mark you as one redeemed by Christ the crucified. Not just plain water, but the word of God in and with the water does this for you. You have the promise of heaven. You have the promise of resurrection. You have the promise of eternal life. You have the promise that you can stand before God without fear because God's word is victorious for you. The war is won. Jesus wins. Satan's lies lose. So repent of believing the lies of the biggest loser ever over God's word. Read, mark, inwardly digest God's word. Uphold the truth. Sing it boldly with angels and archangels and all the company of heaven. Be in God's word when the opportunity is there. Receive God's gifts of forgiveness, life, and salvation. For where God's word is, Satan is thrown down like lightning. He loses. You're not subject to him any longer. You're free. You're forgiven. You belong to God. 
That's good. The war still rages, even though the victory's won. That's why today we remember St. Michael and all the angels, all the messengers who proclaim the true word of forgiveness by the blood of Jesus. The word that declares you righteous, forgiven, holy, pure. The word that wins you eternal life through our Lord Jesus Christ. In his name, amen. And now may the peace of God, which far surpasses all human understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.